Not heard the latest about pooping prime ministers? What podcast have you been listening to? Because it definitely isn't the Totally Buzz podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and totallybuzz.co.uk. So what are you waiting for? Tune in now to hear all the latest news from around the web on the Totally Buzzed podcast, the only place to be totes buzzed. Football beef! Disclaimer, the following is an opinion-based podcast. Hello and welcome to Football Beef, the World Cup special. We're going to preview the World Cup 2022 because it will soon be on our screens and it has kicked Premier League football off the TV and now we have a festive period of World Cup fun to enjoy where England may end up with a trophy this Christmas, maybe, unlikely, but we'll discuss that. I'm your host Laura and I'm joined by Daniel the Red Devil Jones. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. John the Geordie Messiah Squires. Hello! And Tommy, the professor, football manager, and inventor of vibes, Pittman. I didn't invent vibes. I just distribute them amongst the people. I'm 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 Robin Hood vibes, if you will. Vibes, 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 vibes. Beautiful. Now, are we all feeling confident as England fans? Because I assume, I'm just going to put it out there, we're all England fans, so we're going to touch on England first for this World Cup preview. How are we feeling about England's chances, guys? Is this going to be an optimistic I'm, podcast? I'm confident they're going to play at least three games. Can anyone raise on that? I'm confident that there will be three periods of 90 minutes of football that are played by England. <laughs> uh, they'll probably get out of the group. You know? I'd be I'd be disappointed if they didn't get out of the group. And is Daniel keeping quiet because he's in his head he's picturing Harry Maguire lifting the World Cup and saying I'm bringing it home to Manchester. Absolutely, <laughs> King Maguire is going to go and lift the World Cup, and you guys are going to have to just suck it. That's how it's going to go. Sorry, but in all seriousness, the squad's come out. Everyone's got their beloved Madison in. Daniel, I feel like he was needed. I, I genuinely oh, feel yeah. like if Gareth Southgate didn't pick Madders, it was going to go bad for him. So it was kind of a shoe in. But to be fair, Jane Madison has been absolutely phenomenal this season. So of course he has to be included. Does anyone think he'll play? No, he should. He should start, but he won't. No, oh, yeah, no, I mean, I, he'll I, get minutes I, 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 in I the same sense that Grealish did I just... at the Euros. Tell me, you disagree. Oh, you think he'd I, I, I don't think Madison should start because I don't think he fits into what Southgate wants to do. I get what you mean. On form, he should start, but whether he fits into Southgate's plan of, I was going to say attack, but there probably won't be much attacking. He probably won't play, but I feel like on form, he's, you know, him and Kane are probably England's most informed forward players. Maybe Foden as well. Sacco. Um, Sacco will play anyway. Yeah, Callum Wilson should. Basically, we just need to have. 11 strikers on the 11 attackers on the pitch and no defenders because when you've got Eric Dyer and Harry Maguire in defense anyway, you may as well not have any. Yeah, that we could have that many attacking players and I still wouldn't enjoy watching England. <laughs> I may as well have trivia actually for his leadership. I was going to say, if you're not a fan of the England team, because we I know we do have a lot of listeners that aren't English, like you must be loving this right now, knowing that we are literally basing our entire hopes on this. I thought you were going to say Kieran Trippier, which we're not. Squeed does not speak for the people, but however, I'm I do not basing really all like my him. hopes on Kieran Trippier, but I, I think he's England's best defender okay. in the squad. In the squad, we are going to move on to other contenders and that. But before we do, so you're all saying are you all expecting England I, to go I, out early? I, then you got. I think probably the the quarterfinals probably sounds about right. If they win their group, they play the team that comes second in Group A, which I guess you'd probably be expecting to be Senegal. 
but might yeah. be, could be no. That could be Ecuador. So who would you say winners group A? Winners, yeah, probably Netherlands. Oh, of course, yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So if, if England win their group, they play whoever second. Oh, of which course, which would be which would be Senegal or Ecuador. Senegal. You would imagine it, it might be, be Senegal. Qatar vibes, you know. Vibe FC. <laughs> home, home advantage. So I have a defender called Roro, so <laughs> can you really beat that? I'm okay. liking if Roro ends up being an absolute beast. And then I mean, you know, one of those players that comes out of nowhere and excels yeah. at a World Cup yeah. and yeah. Tommy's there you'd, like, shit. You'd, you'd probably expect quarterfinals at least. I don't think, for, I mean, for me at least, I don't have sort of like much expectation of it going sort of like beyond that, really. So but, just out of Group no. B... Obviously, we've got England, Iran, USA and Wales. How does that group shape out for you? Anywhere between four and seven points. I'm on about like first, second, third, fourth. Yeah. Like, oh. how, have you got, how have you got England finishing against Wales, who we know have been tricky customers to pass, and the USA you can never write out? The USA are a bigger threat than Wales. I feel like Wales limped Wales. their way into the World Cup. Yeah, I've got England, England top, USA second, and then it's a fight between Iran and Wales. Probably Wales third, then Iran fourth. Daniel, sorry, do you think differently? It's, it's just the idea, because I think Wales have got to that point where their team's just peeking at the wrong their players who are young and coming up aren't ready to yeah no it's that equal balance it's it's the england usa fight i i I can't write usa out because obviously i've got big team ream i know what you're thinking daniel i'm with you what a call up that was i don't know i just i don't know i remember a few (laughs) years ago them them win the cup and like uh, I think it was against Mexico or Argentina. I forget. They won two 0 and I was like, okay, USA have got a team. And I just there's always a little part of me that feels USA are underdogs in every cup they're in. I just I don't Being know. Apart I from the ones, their own ones that they host in the, their own. Country. Yeah, I just I, for me, I, you're asking me. I just can't write them out. So I, I agree with you. Throw... I I think there's a good shout that Captain America might actually turn up at this tournament. I don't mean Chris Evans. I've got England winning the group, but I think I've got. You know, I've got USA finishing second, but I don't I don't know as I'll tie Wales with the same brush with Iran. I'm sorry to our Iranian listeners, but I just I I think Wales are third and Iran sadly fourth. Holding up the group. I did you can just say fourth and make it sound better than just be like bottom of that group. Holding no, up he, the group. Strongest so you, teammate, strongest team, holding up the group. Either of you going better than quarters are expecting, or you both going quarters is acceptable. To define my nationality, I am actually English and I can't hope for anything better than quarters. So I'm with Tommy on this. I think based on the last two tournaments, you'd be hoping to go one better. Mm. But again, I just the way England have played probably since the Euros, I just I just can't see them getting any further. I think there's better international teams. It would be our luck. Senegal finished top and we faced Netherlands in the in the yeah. quarters and I can't deal with that. Easily happen. Yeah. I don't think the group is as kind as it maybe looks on paper. You look at Iran, Wales and the USA. Nine points, thank you very much. But I think the expectation should still be there. And despite how England have maybe played post-Euros, I think the football that Southgate plays is more suited to a tournament where it's like, okay, you can win one nil. And I um, think like like you said, Southgate football, you would you would happily win a tournament by winning every game one nil. Because you win a tournament. Port- Portugal won a tournament without right. scoring a goal. Without winning sorry, without winning the match. Like, yeah, Until they the won me in money. Won it in extra yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. like yeah, like you said, I think it's football is better suited for that. But I'm just I'm just not hundred percent convinced. I think you're relying on a lot of the England players who, you know, some of them are out of form, some of them aren't even playing, some of them are injured. You're relying on them to to basically come good. And I don't, I don't know, I'm not 
I think I'm not I expecting think much. England had been in better form going into the tournament, I would say, yeah, great. Yeah, I reckon semi-finals are good, but I, I, I don't know because obviously going into the 2018 World Cup, nobody expected anything, and we got to the semi. England got to the semi-final, so it wouldn't be past the level of possibilities for them to go to it's, semi-final. But it's, I think it's one of them. You, if, you expect if, quarters, but you yeah, wouldn't be surprised if, if they got further. Yeah, if the tournament goes to form and you play the teams that you probably expect to play, I think you will be looking at the uh, the quarterfinals. Because what happened in 2018 was that England's side of the draw just opened up, really. Yeah, when you play, what was it? Colombia and Sweden to get to the semi-finals. Yeah, and then the one big test would not overcome the big test. Well, that's our England faith summed up to the point that it sounds like cautiously optimistic, but actually fearing the worst, which is very English of you all. Can I put it out there? Who's got the hardest group? I think there's a there's a few groups where a team you can probably guarantee will finish top, and then the fight between like second and obviously not finishing second, finishing third, obviously is kind of not as simple. So like take Brazil's group for example. I think Brazil will win that group quite easily. But then you look at the three teams in there: Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. I couldn't really tell you who would qualify out of that group. You know, Serbia have got a few decent players. Switzerland have got a few different players, and I don't really know too much about Cameroon but they always seem to do okay in tournaments that they're in. You know, I fully agree with that, actually, because it does seem like Cameroon are one of those teams. When it comes to the World Cup, they always seem to do well. I'm looking at Group H, looking at Portugal, Uruguay, Korea. That's a that's a very tough group as well. Any one of those teams, and Ghana are in there as well, sorry, but any one of those teams could qualify as well. I think we've all probably picked Portugal to win that group but i'm looking at uruguay and then going well korea could also get in there i've but, got uruguay to win the group but i haven't yeah. got portugal i thought portugal group, were a bit limpy weren't they group f's quite an interesting as well group belgium F's canada morocco really and croatia because i feel like croatia croatia it's going to be it's going to be modric's last last tournament he's going to want to go out on a high after probably the euros but Jonathan then you know maybe this is going to want to prove himself as well with canada yeah that's like canada have just kind of obviously qualified for the world cup and they've, they've been playing some good football and qualifiers and i don't really know too much about morocco but again there's a few good players in that moroccan squad who were like really not hyped up at the 2018 world cup but it was like oh they could really like do something and then they were trash yeah and it was so i don't know maybe, maybe having like another a tournament under their belt might help them a little bit but then i feel what? like belgium should win that group probably group e as well spain costa rica germany japan I feel like we know, obviously, the strong contenders in there are Spain and Germany. Costa Rica could always cause an upset, and Japan as well are known for an upset as well, and I just feel like that is a very tricky group as well. Group E with the Brian Ruiz magic for the last time. Let's be <laughs> honest. Costa Rica, Brian Ruiz's retirement party. What a guy. Well, they've got a mix of age and youth, but like the age is old and the youth is young, if you know what I mean. So like Brian Ruiz is 37. And then they've got a player in there who's like 19 and stuff. So it's like a massive gap, but there's not really that many that fit in between. But there's so always really the, weird. There's always the teams that you think are just happy to be there and they play like that and they play with this freedom and that's what then sort of carries them through. Where then you see other teams that are like, Oh, we're meant to win it. Our whole nation's getting on our back, which is like your England's, your Argentina, your Brazil, like depending how that affects them, you just don't know who's going to be the one that's like, I really, I'm happy. They're meant to be just happy to be here, but look at them. They think they can win it, sort of vibe. Yeah, I, I get you. I mean, there's, there's they some were like, teams where people can... are like, they should just be happy to be here or happy to get out of the group. And they're like, no, we're, you know, playing with this freedom pressure, we believe. And there is yeah. always that one team. 
Canada. This... Canada are at that team. Like John, uh, Jonathan Davis having the season of his life so far. And, you know, obviously they've got Alfonso Davis as well. They've got two really well-known players there that could actually do bits. And that's Canada for me, a little bit of dark horse. So we just talk about straight out contenders. We, you know, you've said about the groups and that, but is anyone willing to say who they think are the contenders to actually get their hands on the trophy? Is anyone sat there going, I am convinced blank will be in the final at the very least? I feel Brazil possibly, because I feel obviously having a couple of Brazilian players at Newcastle, I feel there's a little bit of a, a fight on to get into the Brazil squad because there's a lot of good Brazilian players playing in the Premier League as well now. It's the vibes of who they've left behind. You're like, oh, but he's in, oh, he's in form, yeah. but he's not, he's not in, he's not that guy, is he? That's a- Yeah, and that's the thing. I think there's, you know, the Brazil squad looks looks very good. It's the um, idea that it's just, someone... It's a, I think it's just the defence is probably aging a little bit, but I think it... the rest of the team you know, looks very good. Like their midfield, it's a it's a strong midfield. When you're leaving out, and when you're leaving out um, Firmino as well as one of your attacking players, you've you know you've got some good players there if you're doing that. It's the debate of like they're debating whether to leave out someone like Firmino and all that. And meanwhile, there's conversations ahead of the England squad coming out that Loftus Cheek could sneak into the team. Like genuine conversation. Like it shows the different. Yeah, squad levels and preparation. I mean, I was going to say Argentina feel like the one that everyone's sort of tipping Messi's potential last World Cup, sort of written in the stars. They just don't seem to do anything at tournament Argentina. Like, the, the obviously not nothing, but they don't seem to just... You never have... There's never a point in a World Cup recently where you've gone, my God, I'm really confident that Argentina are going all the way. Finish runners up in 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the 2014 World Cup, even then, they were getting the wins and getting the results, but you still weren't watching them going... They're my world champ. You know, like when you get you watch them and you're just like, yeah, these are clearly the best team at the moment. It's just yeah. always a bit like, oh, that was a lucky win, or they did well there, or just moments. But yeah, I don't know. It just it kind of feels like one of those written in the stars things that Messi wins the last World Cup at the last try. I would I'd probably say Brazil probably clearest. Like I think if Spain had somebody who could score goals who wasn't named Alvaro Morata, I would maybe yeah. go for Spain because a lot of places they're pretty stacked but i just feel like without somebody scoring goals that that's going to be the thing for them that was kind of the thing in the euros wasn't it obviously they finally sort of put like five past slovakia but before that had looked unconvincing i think i think i think i just feel like it's not as easy as maybe like the last world cup was partly because i think again the bracket like looks really weird like there's all all, all kinds of like awkward matchups that could come up like in the quarterfinals and like then the semi-finals that makes it really hard to be like you because like they could have potentially have like spain or germany in the quarterfinals that's really awkward to get past but brazil are probably best place maybe Argentina I feel it's about time for some of the other because I say this because I don't think England will win it's, it's time for some someone other than a European um, country to win the World Cup what are you Europe get out of here Brexit <laughs> means Brexit I was gonna say. <laughs> my views on France are kind of a little bit confounded by the fact that no one's actually banking on them do you know what I mean? Like everyone's saying, like Brazil or maybe Argentina. Inj- for me, it's the injuries for France that they've had. Like I know that Kante's been injured a lot, but I just look at their midfield and maybe like the structure of the team as well. And Which I, I completely of... understand, but you look at their group and say Denmark. And now, if I ask you to name three Denmark players that have actually tried to prove in their <laughs> team to be something, like 
you're going to say Christian Eriksen, and after oh, that, oh, I feel like you maybe struggle. Thank like, God. It's meant to be going to do something. Right now, right now, what's happening is the rest of my group here are just naming d- Danish players. I will go on record and say <laughs> I will name Joachim Andersen at many polls. <laughs> you know, he wants game changing Danish players, but then they're more of a team. They don't need to be. Like yeah, that. they they need to be good enough to like. Oh, obviously, oh. everybody dreams like. Oh yes, we're going to win. Sorry, the World everyone. Cup, but... They don't need to be game changing players in the World Cup. No, because you, you can you can get a through a World Cup by being a team by having yeah. like when Leicester won the league, they had right. a couple of good players, okay. but they were a team. Okay. And also, also as well, All the right. expectation for Denmark. Obviously, everybody hopes that yes, we're going to go to the World Cup. We're going to do great. We want to do that, but the expectation won't be we we are going to get to the final. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. How heroic of you to say? Okay, Group D is France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. I'll just pause for a moment, just so you can remember that everyone just completely wrote France off. Who's winning that group? We wrote France off. Like, okay, who's France. winning that group? England are going to win our group, but they're not going to win the win the World Cup. We I don't, don't think... know that England are going to win. The <laughs> I don't. I don't think it matters. Who's going to win the World, the world Cup? What's the point in it this? It doesn't. Podcast? It doesn't matter how you perform in the group stages as long as you get out of the group. And I think I don't want to talk about another of sport, but I think, no. but I think looking at like the cricket World Cup that England have just won, they were not very good in parts of it and the team that they played in the final lost the first two games and as long as they made it to the final they got to the final and I don't think it matters how you play in the group stage as long as you so get out of that this group. This is kind of my point with France I just feel like everyone's writing them off they've still got them back you know they've got enough talent in the squad to get to the final and I, I don't quite I, I'm not supporting France but I just don't understand why everyone's writing them off I think now yeah, he is I'm, I'm, once this podcast goes out <laughs> They 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 have they have enough talent in that squad to to win the World Cup. Absolutely. My issue is with the midfield, fullbacks, and what the structure of the team will look like, how they will actually play. Can but, you yeah, some of them can you transfer but, that to every other team in the World Cup right now? You said Brazil earlier. Can you ab- say yeah, Brazil have got that forward? They've got the fullbacks. They've got much. this and that. Considering they're taking a fifty-seven-year-old Danny Alves. Of course you can. Of course you can. You can look at you can look at Danny Alves, who's there who who they've taken over someone who's young, playing in the Premier League, like Emerson Royale, and you go, Well, okay. Emerson Royale should be nowhere near that Brazil squad. I completely understand that, but at the same time, they've taken Danny Alves, who's ninety eight years old, and they've gone, Okay, we're gonna run with him. He's got experience. He's got tournament experience. They've taken for the Danny Alves. But like like Tommy said, I'm Danny Alves is not there. That is a catastrophe. Yeah. But like Tommy said about France's team, I'm not too sure of the makeup of that team. Also, I don't don't think Danny Alves will start. I think it will be Danilo who starts at right back. Of course he will, because you're not ever going to start Danny Alves. Really want Danny Alves to start Brazil now? And then score the winner. Well, he's not going to start anyway. What? I don't understand why that's relevant. Because I'm saying you're just completely right off France by saying that we're not right. Good. Their friends. We just not that good. Their, their midfield maybe not that oh, good. Okay. In in the Euros, everybody thought France were going to win because of the squad they have. Very similar to what they've got now. Two injuries, they were fucked. The midfield was wrong. The fullbacks, they had no fullbacks. Their fullbacks for this tournament will be Benjamin Pavard and the two Hernandezes. And Kunde can play it right back. Because they were also favourites going if, to if, last if, Euro. If Hernandez goes La- down, uh, sorry, last he should World be Cup. their starting left back. Were they favourites going into the last World Cup? The answer's no. no. I try and think who would have been there. I think they were up there. Brazil were up there because yeah. people like you are going, oh, Brazil are going to win. Argentina, <laughs> because Messi... 
Portugal on, because Jay, Ronaldo. I don't think this France team is good enough with a few injuries like Tommy said. I thought the exact same thing the last World Cup. I thought the exact same thing the last World Cup. And as an English person, I thought England have got a chance. But that's where you were wrong. Yeah. The reality (laughs) is, well, I mean, we made the quarters like or semis was it? When did it was um, more the it was more the pre pre vibe chart. I I feel like the natural instinct as an England fan is to be negative. Yeah, that was he he didn't care then. He didn't play for Newcastle. Yeah, but that was against that was the semi final (laughs) against Croatia to put us one nil up and we lost two one and get to the final. We made the semi-final. This is what I'm saying. I foolishly thought that we could actually go on and do it, especially after Trippier scored a free kick and we were one Oh, yeah, up when you won the up in the semi-final, I think we're going to go to the final, definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, but I don't, know why, I don't know why is. everyone's ruling France out. Well, I don't know why they've become I, such I can, a I can explain. I can explain why I would put Brazil over France for myself. In terms of favourites, because... Because they won the last yeah. World Cup. Well done. No, that's not what I was going to... Say, but let's um, add that to the list of possible reasons. Uh, because through the squad, there are more players I, I can go. Okay, I feel like you could be relied on to do that job. And um, because again, international football, particularly tournaments, you see it all the time managers pick people that they know they can trust. Two, three people have been taken out of that for France, at least in Pogba and Kante being replaced with people again massively talented i'm not doubting that but they're not Pogba and candy and exactly they're not the same they've not yeah. been there for the manager and done that for him like that's 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 why i'd put brazil over france okay i was gonna say just to move on from this because i feel it's gonna tie in but you you're back in more france but i don't want to clarify him as a dark horse is there anyone else you think's being overlooked daniel well now i don't want to say but i should no, just say like, see, I think they're a genuine contender because of the Messi thing. I don't think they're being overlooked. If anything, yeah, I... They're a genuine contender because we know Messi doesn't have another a major international tournament in him. We know that. Brazil, young squad, so you'd always bank them and say they've always got a chance. The only reason, in fact, I've not heard any other Argentinian player being mentioned this whole episode. We're all basically pinning it on Messi and saying... Messi well, FC. Yeah, because, because it's his last tournament, we kind of feel that. It's the narrative. It writes itself. It's like when Ronaldo won the Euros, to be honest. The reason I pre-bet on Portugal winning that whole tournament, it just felt like it was being built for the Ronaldo show. It ended up being his worst tournament and his teammates carried him through and then he got to manage at the sideline at one point. Hilarious. Just because you're building up as a Ronaldo tournament and then he got injured and somebody else scored the winner. I've just meant... It's just funny. It's just funny. That's how it was before and the narrative was, but it was just... It's still like the Ronaldo one. It's still you go, Ronaldo won that one. Even though he didn't. And when you look back at it, you're like... Like, did he even play well? But that's how it is. But this is the same narrative. I don't think Argentina will be everything about Messi. But at the end of the day, when Messi does one moment, that moment will be the moment that is shown in the montage of their celebration. I don't quite understand why France are being written off so much. Oh my God, no one is writing off. You know what? Viva la France. I'm going to put it out there. They're in my my top four contenders. Thank you. (laughs) You happy? They bumped up. Let's move on. Let's move on. Formed in French. (laughs) Has anyone got any other dark horses they want to put forward? I want. I want to throw forward the Netherlands because they've got some young people who look quite exciting, and just I'm excited to see Cody Gakpo. In case that they're just going to be moody and a lot of infighting, and just do what the Netherlands do. Possible. I mean, Luke Young's in the squad, so who knows what the fuck's going to happen? You know. Why are we not talking more about Germany, by the way? Just on Daniel's France now. I mean, it's Germans. They turn up, they do well at tournaments. No, they don't have a goal scorer. And their fullbacks, again, 
Like I know David Realm's come into it relatively recently. I feel like they're in a like a teaming kind of transition in a way. They're sort of some of the older players. It's the last tournament, but their youth, it's probably too early for them to really make an impact in a tournament. And I think maybe maybe the next World Cup possibly will talk about them. But I don't really see much in that team that jumps out at me as, oh, they're going to win. There's a couple of good good young players in that team, which we'll talk about a bit later on, possibly. But I don't know. I just don't see them as a team that are going to do anything this year, this tournament. Well, I think more so as well, if I've got it correctly, if Germany get through the group, they face someone in Group F, right? So it'll be either Belgium, Canada, Morocco or Croatia. They They face someone in that group. And I don't know as I can necessarily completely bank on Germany getting past any of Group F, whether it be Belgium, Canada or Croatia. I'm not really counting Morocco, to be honest. I just, I mean, you know, realistically, with the age of the Germany squad, could they beat Croatia? Mm, who knows? Canada, again, who knows? Belgium, probably not. So that I think that's why not a lot of people are banking on Germany I right think, now. I think I think they should be able to beat most of those. Of course teams, they should. But I, I don't know. Again, I feel like in certain areas they're a bit weird like as in not having like reliable players and then i just also don't quite know like how they're gonna like set up is it gonna be like like, a false nine is it are they gonna go like i was gonna say i'm not like throwing you under the bus or anything but could you name three players from the germany squad that could lead them to world cup glory you could probably do that with Argentina or France or you know Brazil but I, I that's the that's the trouble I've got right now I just I, I kind of in my head I just went could I name three German players that could lead them to World Cup glory I don't know as I could do you think it's their forward line I'm looking at it now and I'm like I'm it's not the I most convincing it's it's not, not had a proper I think, number nine years, but I, th- I think this is why what Squiggy's saying is true that like given four years like if Makoko becomes the play that he's kind of been hyped to be for a few years if they get a right back and another left back through that sort of develop well and they've got other players like Musiala and things like that, then yeah, absolutely, at that point when they're all 22, 23, 24. But do they have the squad now? Not sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree with more, to be honest. I don't know if they have the squad right now. They've got a couple of players, like, more defensively. I guess I'm just looking at Kai Havertz and like, uh, as in the sense that I, I don't feel faith in the fact he's in the squad like that. Like, I'm looking at the forward lineup and I'm like, oh. Yeah, Sane, Gnabry. That's, that's what I mean as well and that's why I haven't put Germany in there because like, I don't know like okay are they playing Havertz as a striker is he a false nine or is he like actually playing like right up there at the top to push forward are they going to put faith in one of the younger players or Fulcrook who's not played for the national team yet like uh, what is it actually going to look like how's it going to work and I'm just not sure like it could all come together yeah yeah, yeah, no, I got, get it. They've got Goethe back in the squad, so maybe he'll score a winner an extra time again. But I think the other ones I can I can kind of see like, okay, you're playing like this, this is who plays, this is who scores, this is who does this, who does this, but it's less the case for Germany, which could be a good thing. Like make might make them unpredictable or give them a chance. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think with Germany you're probably relying as a as an attacking option, if you're not putting Havertz up there, you're relying on Muller. And I don't know how much Muller's played this season. But again, I think he's I think he's past his best. And again, he's he's not an out and out forward, although he's listed for some reason as one of the forwards i wouldn't put him as an out and out like number nine no i think it's going to be gnabry and sane to be honest i think is they're going to go more wing attack but i just i don't see it working for them even if you when they had closer playing closer was the number nine he would literally just sit yeah yeah in that box and it didn't matter that he was what was he 36 when he retired i think 
it didn't matter how old he was because he would just he would play in that you know in the six yard box and he had the players around him to create chances if he did like come on and play and stuff. But I don't think now I don't think Muller would play like that. As obviously probably the most senior attacking player in in their team. So yeah, I don't think it's there going forward. They're back like their keeper in their back four. They probably have the most experience probably out of a lot of teams at the World Cup, especially with Neuer with what 113 caps or something like that. Rudiger, even though I don't rate Rudiger at all, but we're not talking about that. So we've sort of debated a few nations here and got very intense about one nation in particular but I'm going to try and end on an uplifting note and talk about the players who are excited to see perform and potentially shine is there anyone that you're thinking oh this is the World Cup and he's going to prove and he's going to be on everyone's watch list if Germany do well I'm excited to see Musiala obviously he's he's scoring goals for Bayern Munich and he looks a very good player and his stats on football manager are very very good but I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to seeing how he sort of manages at a World Cup and I think if Germany are to to do well it probably will be down to him playing quite well as well so I'm quite excited to see him see how he goes especially when he's only 19 as well his mind is older Tommy have you got someone that you're looking forward to seeing there's a few I think looking looking at the squads if I peruse them like I think I've said Netherlands have a few like interesting players to see how they get on like Yuri and Timbo who was linked with Man United a lot Xavi Simmons the kid Cody Gakpo very high reputation. Yeah, Gakpo, I'm excited to see how he does. Like, I hope that he starts and, and plays a lot. I think that'll be that'll be quite fun if he does. Garang Kuyol in the Australian squad. Basically, yeah, Newcastle. Right, that's that's Newcastle. Right yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, ba- so basically, we've signed him. I know absolutely nothing about him. But he's oh, got but then he can't w- get a work permit. Yeah, but he's got two absolute bangers. Uh, he is a pacey last, boy last but week. he wouldn't do much else but I'm kind of like he will get a game for Australia at the World Cup so I'm kind of excited to see how he plays on the big stage I feel like um, I'll get a game for Australia I wouldn't but... go that far but I just I know I just want to see if he gets a game and see how he performs he looks like he knows how to sco- how to find the net but whether because he's playing in an Australian league makes it a bit easier but I'd be interested to see how he goes and then yeah and obviously I want Bruno to do well for Brazil but that's Personal. I'm excited to see. I'm going to pick French players, not just to wind Daniel <laughs> up, just because I think they're excited. Well, I'm just going through the squad list. Teo Hernandez, because I don't get to see him play very much. And Kunku as well. Musiala, like Squiggy said, for Germany. I just feel like some like the younger players that Germany have, like Makoko, like that'll be like, if he plays a lot, that'll be really fun to watch. Like, I feel like it's always really fun seeing like a teenager play at the World Cup and like... And it was wow. like no, no fear as well sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I, Adiemi's there as well. Ansu Fati for Spain. Pedri's always really good. I think there's a load of like players that it's like it could be genuinely exciting to watch them. You know what's really fun about this list that you're naming? It's like if you cut and splice it, you can also name the players that Liverpool have been linked with but have no chance of getting. This is Newcastle's shopping list for January. Listening to a Liverpool fan naming all these players that they've got no chance of getting. Continue with the names, please. It wasn't wasn't why I was listing them. I just feel like if they... I feel like they're on the tip of your tongue, though. Rafael Leal, Portugal, that'll be fun. Also been linked with Liverpool, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but to be fair, a lot of people have. I, I'm going to jump in here, which no one has said so far. Vinny Jr. For, yeah, for I, yeah, that's a good shout. That'll be exciting. I feel like, you know, he's had a, a few seasons at Real Madrid didn't necessarily hit the heights that he was probably expected to in the first couple of seasons there he he got given quite a few appearances didn't really hit it last season really made people sit up and watch and this season started off pretty strong again I feel like this World Cup could be his playground this could be the World Cup where he really gets everyone in the world looking at him and saying this is what I'm about this is what I can do so for me Vinny Jr is the one this season yeah I think I think that's an interesting one because I think as well if we're saying this is like the end 
end of the Messi and Ronaldo era, and not the focus being Mbappe and Haaland. Like, yes. If, if, Brazil, yes. if Brazil go and win the World Cup, like if he stars at it, he could be looking at it going, this is my chance to like, put myself at the very top of that and say, let's get that Pepsi sponsor. I am one, I'm one of the best three players in the world. Like put me in the conversation. Because you're right, he, he wasn't pulling up trees in the way that they'd hoped at the start. But then last season, he sort of really kicked on and started to so he could absolutely yeah be he could be sort of like this generation's kind of prime world cup put yourself in the spotlight everybody like stands up and goes vinicius junior yeah best a thousand percent actually because i didn't actually put messi and ronaldo into the equation but i think you are right because a lot of people are looking at this world cup as saying this is messi and ronaldo's last world cup which one's going to bow out on top and then i feel like a sub conversation of that is going to be Vinny and mbappe so I feel like there's going to be a little personal rivalry between those two and saying which one of those is going to really going to pull up their socks the most and shine this World Cup. I think it's going to be Vinny, but I do feel like there'll be a lot of people saying, well, this is going to be Mbappe's World Cup because of that same Messi-Ronaldo narrative. I mean, I if I'm going to throw names out there, Obviously, I'm like Squiggy and want to see the people Mitrovic. from my club. <laughs> I want to see people from my club do well, so it'd be interesting. But also, Mitrovic. I'm watching more Mitrovic to see how broken his foot is, or not broken, or how badly injured he is, because you know that's always a concern. But it'd be interesting to see if Mitro can do it on the World Cup stage, because he's already answered he can't do it in the Prem. So now we, you know, we're going to change the um, can he do it in a in a national tournament? Because he always does it. In you know what I mean. We're going to keep up in these questions till we answer them all. But also, I'm interested in seeing Robertson. I know Daniel got to enjoy him in the Fulham Man United match. I'm interested to see how well he does it for the USA at a World Cup tournament. Because, like I said, he is a player who everyone keeps linking. Like, the Fulham player that people keep linking. Obviously, he only ended up at Fulham because the AC Milan move fell through them years ago. And also, to be fair, I'm also, once again, with the Fulham bias, I want to see Polinia for Portugal. But I also want to see Bruno Fernandes so I can remember what it looks like for him to play well. No offence, Daniel. No, he's, not the right, he's not the right Bruno in the middle. The though. worst Bruno. That's exactly what I, where I was going to go with it. Yeah, no offence. It's just because it's more the fact that Fernandes, it just, every time I see him for Man United, he's always moaning and gesturing and everything like that. I assume it will be the same for Portugal at a tournament and that. But sometimes, last time I saw him play for Portugal, he was really good. And seems to really like, like stepping up, so I kind of want to see the Bruno Fernandes hype again. I feel like there's a couple of USA players that have gone under the radar. Gio Reyna, one of them, Tim. Oh, I thought it was going to be Tim Ream. Gio Reyna, like we, I, I feel like a lot of FIFA players, like a, a lot of FIFA fans, a lot of Championship Manager fans, kind of respect that he could be something. So for me, one of them, Gio Reyna, Pulisic has also had a torrid time at Chelsea. I feel like he could also have a, world, a good World Cup. Weston McKenney for Juventus, another one. Dest for Barcelona. Uh, Dest is also at, on loan at AC Milan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he is. There's four American players there that could also have a good World Cup, all young. They could be players of the tournament as well. So it's uh, it's going to be quite an interesting World Cup. I want to kind of see how Aronson plays for the USA because he, he looks a very good leads. player. For Leeds, but I kind of want to see how he plays. Like probably in a team, I'm not going to say with worst players around him, but in like for an international team. Wow, um, sick burn on Leeds. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Leeds fans. The worst players because they're not. Rah, 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 rah. When Daniel's talking about Pulisic, who's not been pulling up trees for Chelsea, I'm excited to see those players who, for their club size, is shit. But then they go away with their national team and they're incredible. Because I think that's always really like fascinating. Yeah. Like to be like, unfortunately oh. for Minnow's not in the squad. He's been playing well at Liverpool. So. Yeah, I think that I think that's kind of the thing for like for teams that are probably having a tough time in their leagues. You know, a little bit like 
like Aronson at Leeds, it's probably nice to see them play maybe where there's a little bit of freedom about it. Yeah. Where it's kind of like a new a new scene just for a couple of like just for a month and just see how yeah. they how they get on. And you know, it might affect it might help them when they come back to club life that they've got, you know, a bit more positivity about you things make as well. I wish Ward Prowse was called up now. That's what you've made me do. It's when just, you said it's that, just I stuff like, like that. I like, wish watch, he was going. Watching players play without any pressure on them, you know, because the USA aren't expected to do anything. There's a few other teams that probably aren't expected to do anything who've brought players in from from teams that aren't probably playing very well or players that are having a tough yeah, time. Sorry, Maguire for England. Wow, wow, wow. But like, I'm I'm kind oh, of excited to see how um, Bellingham plays for England oh, yeah, in the World Cup as well. Yeah, I want him to play a lot, and yeah. I want him to do well. I'm also excited for like the that player that you you know, you'd not heard of or you'd not seen before and you see them playing. You'll never see him again. Is that No, is that no, the, no. Oh, like a player who like has like a proper breakout tournament. But like, like Germany, yeah. was it 2006 Germany with Ozil and Kadira? Uh, yeah, 2010. Like 2010? 2010, yeah. Like, yeah, like th- things like that. Or like, obviously like a lot of people knew about James Rodriguez at the 2014 World Cup, but that, that like really like that to, to everyone that's yeah. always really exciting i think when you get a player like that at a world cup because as well they do it in leagues all the time but it's there's some something different about seeing somebody do it at a world cup yeah it's like the equivalent of doing it on a, a wet wednesday night in stoke exactly yeah you've done it in the league in the champions league but have you done it on a wet wednesday night at stoke that's what the World Cup is. You know, in you know, this case, if you're doing it on a drought season, you can quote us on that. The World Cup is like a wet Wednesday night at Stoke. <laughs> I'm going to say that's how we're going to end like the it. podcast to sum it up. A World Cup in Qatar has not been compared to that yet. So anyway, we hope everyone listening enjoys the World Cup and also enjoyed some football. And now is probably out there thinking, my God, I have underrated France. I'm going to put a bet on them. And then they can add Daniel through football bu- a buzz football and be like, France did not do well. Or if they did, you know, vice versa and give them a split. But we've been Football Beef. You could, If you liked what you heard, five star, rate us on whatever platform you're listening. Turn on notifications, subscriptions. Be sure to check out season one where we go through some legendary players such as Alan Shearer, David Beckham, I am Robin and other legendary names where we debate their careers and everything like that ahead of a season two. World Cup series of specials that are coming where we build special World Cup theme teams which will be dropping on your feed, so make sure you subscribe for that. Football beef! Not heard the latest about pooping Prime Ministers? What podcast have you been listening to? Because it definitely isn't the Totally Buzz podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and totallybuzz.co.uk. So what are you waiting for? Tune in now to hear all the latest news from around the web on the Totally Buzz podcast, the only place to be totes buzzed.